Welcome to Let's Rethink This. This is Abby Berger, and today we are talking with Demel Walton. And Demel is a member at Independent Center. We are going to be talking about how Demel became a member, um, when when Independent Center entered into the picture, and what Demel is doing now. And a lot of that is focused around diversity, equity, and inclusion, and the work that that committee is doing inside of the clubhouse and inside of Independence Center, which is really cool. So I'm going to let Demel tell you a little bit about himself and um, his background and where he came from. Well, how's it going, Abby? Um, my name is Demel Walton. I am a member of the clubhouse. I've been a member since 2018. I'm a part of the um, equity diversion meeting and uh, during the meeting we talked about a lot of topics concerning um, racism and how it affects us on a daily basis um, and I, I'm active in that I'm active in those conversations those are great um, I've expanded upon uh, other issues too concerning uh, not only racism but the LGBTQ community as well I, I wanted to talk about the effects that people of the community have who are part of the community who may be of a different you know, race or different you know, racial background in St. Louis and their experiences that they're going through and the resources that we have and lack thereof. And I think it's important that we talk about issues like this, like the LGBTQ, you know, and have open discussions about these things because these are things that's going on. These are things that are going on. These are things that, you know, people are needing help for. There are resources for people. Sometimes in our city, it's less than other places. There's less resources here from people of that community than it is from other places, which I don't think is fair, you know, so the least we can do is at least open up discussion for it. You know what I'm saying? your experiences, my experiences, what all we have gone through, you know, be able to reach out to someone, be able to talk about, you know, mental health and things like that. Um, and what other questions did you ask me again concerning the yeah. topic? <laughs> no, I thank you for giving me that background. And that's all stuff that we're going to get into. I want to know, so you're from St. Louis, is that right? Yeah, I was born here. Okay. And you, so people listening, um, may not be able or probably can't tell, but you're a black man living in St. Louis, you're from St. Louis and you identify as part of the LGBTQ community in St. Louis. So I just want to kind of put that out there for anyone listening that this is the context and this is the perspective that we're talking about. So you're from St. Louis, and I want to know a little bit about your kind of like mental health background and your mental health journey. Um, you said you joined Independent Center in 2018, so you've been a part of the community for about four years. But what was going on in your life kind of leading up to joining the clubhouse and finding Independent Center? 
Good question, um, Abby. Well, the, what led me up to that point about four years ago is I was fed up in my city. I was really, really fed up because I felt like the city, you know, didn't care about the issues that I was going through. Um, at the time, it was identity issues. But for me, that was my only thing was identity issues and trying to find a job at the time. And so I kind of hushed some of the things that I was going through personally to try to just find me a job. You know what I'm saying? But I didn't even know this. I didn't know that we offered something like this here. When I first got here, I cried because I didn't know that something like this was available and I was felt comfortable. I was made to feel very, very comfortable here. And um, looking back on that day, like I don't regret it. I, that's why I've been a member and I will always be a member um, for a while, you know, so as long as they continue to help me with everything they, they are helping me with. And um, just far as mental illness is concerned or mental state, I mean, I'm good. You know, I'm, I'm better than I was when I first came here. But my issues that I do want to bring up, and I just want to open discussion for LGBTQ topics, you know, as we are talking about other things, you know, racism. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's, and it's a popular topic. Yeah, it totally. And all of these topics could, you know, have hour long podcasts about them and multi multi episode podcasts about all of them, because there's just so much to discuss and, and talk about. But um, from your perspective, you know, you were somebody who it sounds like you were kind of holding a lot of stuff in. And before you came to Independence Center and, you know, you were so focused on finding a job and so focused on, on that, that some of the other stuff about caring for yourself kind of falls to the wayside. Is that? Yeah, and, I'm, is, and I've always been an advocate of, for my mental health. Yeah. I'm always my own advocate, but when you feel like your community is not helping you with your mental health, you know, it's up to you to reach out in your community. And that's what I did. And that's when I came, you know, up to the independence center, you know, when I came. To yeah, definitely. Well, I think that's great. And I'm glad that you were able to find independence center. So, you know, going back to you identifying as part of the LGBTQ community, was that something were you a part of that community or did you identify with that community at the time of coming to Independence Center or was that something that came a little bit later on in your life? Yeah, upon coming to the Independence Center, yes, I did. Okay, and so did you feel like you had a network of support with that community? Say it again. Like in the LGBTQ community, around 2018 time, like right when you were joining Independence Center, did you feel a sense of community with other people who identify as LGBTQ? Well, I was saying for St. Louis, the city of St. Louis, for I didn't find any representation mm -hmm. um, before I came here. But when I came here to Independence Center, you know, I was able to get hooked up with therapists, you know, able to find that job that I was looking for. Um, it was met with people who did care about my mental health. Yeah, and that's great. It's good to have a community of people that like want you to do well and want to see you succeed and want to discuss the topics that you want to talk about too. And so that's really important. So when did you, 
get yeah, like topics other than racism. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think you know, there's obviously there's a time and place to talk about race, but race is not the only you know, identity that somebody carries, right? Like you have a lot of other things besides what you look like. And so that's really important. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And it's so important to talk about that and find connection with people outside of just people that look like you or are from the same place as you. A lot of times um, you want to connect with people who are on the same journey that you are on, on the same walk of life that you are on, you know? Yeah. But I, I find it very hard to hear anything from anybody who don't, you know, know where I'm at in my life, you know, or who haven't been there. Yeah, people are so quick to tell somebody, you shouldn't be like this or you be like this, but you've never been where I've been. You know what I'm saying? You can't tell somebody how to walk in their shoes. What, what's a struggle for them? You know what I'm saying? Because we all struggle, but we all struggle differently than the next person. Yeah. And I so agree. I want to be an advocate. I want to be an advocate, Abby, for people who have questions. You know what I'm saying? In this in this city, if they have questions, if they're feeling lost, because I once was lost, you know, and I'm not there anymore. I have answers. I've gotten had questions and I've got my answers. And so for anybody who is in the LGBTQ community, um, you know, you have questions, I'm willing to open myself up and to be, you know, a person that you can go and talk to. It's so important and it's so great to have somebody that you can talk to, a safe person, a safe place, a place to ask questions. And that kind of leads into this diversity, equity, and inclusion work that's going on at Independence Center. So just some background for people listening. Um, Diversity, equity, and inclusion is not all about race. Um, There are a lot of other things that go into diversity, equity, and inclusion. And some of those things are Um, you know, your gender identity, your sexual preference, your um, accessibility, your mental health. health. Yeah, there's so many, there are so many things to talk about when it comes to diversity. And one of the focus areas for Independence Center is making sure that we continue to be a safe space for the LGBTQ community. Yeah, I think that's very important. That, that's really good. Yeah, it is. Because I think, you know, when you are struggling with a mental illness or just living with a mental illness and you have another factor that makes you quote unquote different, it makes that even harder sometimes, not for everyone, but sometimes it makes it harder for people. And so making sure that we're building in practices and protocols that are supportive to all people is really important. And that's kind of the work that diversity, equity, and inclusion does. The conversation has to go, it has to start somewhere. You know what I'm saying? We have a group called, it starts here. The conversation starts here. And so, you know, you know, we, we, we respect people's pronouns, sure enough. Good. You know, that, that's a step, like you said. You know, we we have resources. You know, is there anyone that anybody can... Uh, my question, though, is, is there anyone 
that people can go to when they are feeling down about this specific area, you know what I'm saying, of their life being LGBTQ affiliated, you know, it's, it's a lot of time not easy. You know, is there? Yeah, like that's, a, that's a great I like question. People, yeah, I would like to see people being able to go in and literally help these people. Because you, when you have mental illness, you, you have spectrums of your mental illness. You know what I'm saying? I have this strand of mental illness. I have this strand of mental illness. I have this strand of that. You know what I'm saying? So I feel as though it's the same thing with, you know, being able to express yourself, being able to feel comfortable with yourself being a part of a umbrella you know what i'm saying it's it's very so sometimes you gotta be able to talk to someone and someone gotta start the questions people aren't comfortable it's a lot of people not comfortable with themselves they're not comfortable opening up because they have these struggles going on so they're not comfortable opening up there's a lot of men black men who don't have the education who don't have the confidence you know and things of that nature, and all these people are not bad people. We have to be able to have someone, Abby, that we can, that they can talk to, that they can feel comfortable with, you know, somebody who we have to be able to see ourselves, you know what I'm saying, other than just being on a, the opposite side, feel like you're on the outside looking in, you know, on what is normal, what is perceived as normal. And so it's, it is sad, Abby. It is very sad, you know, but it has to start somewhere. You know what I'm saying? It has to start somewhere, you know. People have to feel comfortable to say, listen, I was where you was at. You know, there's light at the tunnel or whatever the case may be. Yeah, and I think I think you hit on a really good point and a good question is if somebody is struggling with part of their identity, and if they're, you know, part of that LGBTQ community, are there people available to talk and to? And see, identity is one. But then you have gender, um, you have sexual orientation. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Your, your identity is one, which identified, then you have your sexual orientation. And so when we don't talk about these sexual topics, things like that, a lot of times people like me and myself are looked as weird. We're looked as outcasts. But if we are not having people who can reach back and be able to give us step by step the struggles that we're dealing with, people are going to continue to be lost. Can we help with those topics? Can we help with those topics? I think it's time. I think that it's definitely time. Since I've been here on my life, I've always, in my personal life, I've always helped people. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to help i've been helping people with all of these things you know we have help for cigarettes okay you know it's like oh, okay you a cigarette smoker patch on your back board okay but what about some, somebody who's struggling with pornography struggling with masturbation struggling with you know what i'm saying lgbtq thoughts can we open up can we bust the door open for these conversations are we ready i think that we are i think I, i'm asking a question though are we ready well, I, yeah, and I think that, you know, a lot of these issues and discussions have to happen with someone who is certified, and that's why we have providers and nurse practitioners who work with people one-on-one to really understand where they're at, not just witness something take place and wonder, but really have conversations with them get into it, find the support that they need and help them work through it. And, and sometimes that's a long, a long and slow process, but mm-hmm. that's 
why we have clinicians who are able to yeah, see we can be that. a center refer them you know what i'm saying refer those people yeah, to those and, yeah and also that's a really good point and also leaning on our resources in the community and yeah. getting people support in their community who might have more resources than we do or might have more specific resources than we do because yeah. well i tell you what well um you all sent me to the spot you know the spot is for a certain age group of people that identify the lgbtq plus community they um offer counseling therapists they um give you shots they if you need shots if you need uh condoms they do group meetings, group activities. They also do testing. You know, um, if you need testing for anything, they do that. Uh, it's another spot that I remember is right off um, North Newstead, and it's called, uh, excuse me, it's on North Taylor, and it's called, uh, I forget the name of it, but it's another place. I think it's called Men United or something like that, and it's for um, men identifying as LGBT. Part of the community. Um, my testimony, if I I went to the center, I went to the spot. The spot was good. The spot had um, great advice, great things, great things to offer. You know, they did. They had really good things to offer you as they get, you know, a lot of different things together, like testing and um Got to sit in on the group meetings, meet some people, and learn a lot of different things. Yeah, the spot is a great resource. If you're in St. Louis, um, they're they're awesome. They're on Laclede. They're really a great organization. So if you need support, um, the spot is where it's at. So I'll put I'll make sure to put the spot in our show notes too. So if you're listening and you're interested and want to get a hold of them, I'll put it in the show notes so you can have a direct link. Yeah, and especially um sometimes for the black community, black men most of the times when you're in the black in the community, you know, you want to have, you know, access to your resources. You should know your resources. While we're talking about racism, you know, right behind racism, you have, like I said, these men, people who are struggling, you know what I'm saying? Not only in the race, they're struggling with their sexual sexuality, you know what I'm saying? So we have to teach these things, you know what I'm saying? We have to teach these things. We truly, truly do, you know. Yeah, I agree. Well, I think this has been a really great conversation with you. This is a lot of the conversation that happens in the conversation starts here group and, um, and it, and it leads to a lot of the work that independent center is doing to support all of the identities that utilize our services. And so it's really important. I hope, you know, people listening, today learn something or you know at least had a thought sparked and they can have a conversation with someone in their network and and continue to educate all the people that we interact with on the importance of these topics and and just the importance of safety in identity yeah i, I want to say this you know why I, I did say you have to teach these things i know that no one is here as our parents you know what i'm saying i know that no one here at the center is our parents 
you know, um, the center do offer a lot of great things. Not everyone was taught, you know what I'm saying? So when they're coming through these doors and they're having all of these different problems, you know, um, they need to be able to go and say, we got a place for, um, okay, they say we got, we, we have a conversation about racism, okay? We have a conversation about uh, this today. We have a conversation about the food that we're going to eat. We have a conversation about our travel plans. We, have, we need to have uh, addiction. And if we can, you know, help, I don't see nothing wrong with, you know, trying to, um, you know, help in that area. I, I think that it's just time. You know, I, it's not just for the independent center, just for the whole, my, for the community at large. You know what I'm saying? I'm willing to do whatever I have to do to help. I'm all in. Yeah, and I think, you know, you and I having this conversation, recording this podcast, putting it out, is doing a lot because it's talking about very important topics that are sometimes hard for people to understand or it's hard when, when you're in, when you haven't gone through it it's, it's harder you know and it's harder to accept, to hear someone criticizing someone and you have it you know that person has not went through they what they're going through you know i can't tell a white person you know oh it's so, you know, what it's like to be white. I can't do that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I can't tell an Asian what it's like to be Asian. Right. You know, you can only speak from your perspective and your experience. And, and your experience, unfortunately, is not going to relate to every other person in the world's experience because we're all different. We're all individuals. We all come from different backgrounds. And have been exposed to different things. And so I think just recording this podcast and, and sharing it is a really good start. It's, you know, it's really helpful to talk about and allow more people in on the conversation because maybe there's somebody out there who doesn't know anyone that identifies as LGBTQ, um, you know, or maybe there's somebody who has never heard that there's a difference between gender identity and sexual orientation, and this sparks their interest. So I think to, you know, to learn more, and I think that- Sexuality and personality. Yeah, and I think that's really helpful to share that and just put that out into the world and let people learn in their own time and and hopefully be more supportive to the people that they're around. Yes, ma'am. I want to help every lost person who will struggle with their sexuality. I want them to want to help all of them, starting with this city. Yeah, I think that's a really good goal. And hopefully this is um, a little spark to set that flame going. So I appreciate your time and, um, you know, this conversation. I think it's really helpful and hopefully people learned a lot. I am going to put a couple of links in our show notes so that anybody listening, if you have questions about something that we talked about today, that you can go into the show notes and, and get those resources that you need. We also have a list of local and national resources for anyone living with a mental illness or a substance use disorder on our website. So if you visit www.independentcenter.org and click resources, you'll find that list of local and national resources that you can use, or you can send to a friend um, or family member or somebody who needs the help. And 
I think that's it. We'll be back next week with a new episode. Thank you so much for being on the show today. You're welcome. Thank you.